Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hey, interweb. <laughs> it's glad to be back. Glad to be back, guys. Stop it. Stop it. Where did we go? We are back. Where, where did we go? <laughs> we back from where? The future? <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. A whole different podcast there. <laughs> Definitely is. Uh, great to be back this week with you guys and in, in another episode of Carbonate Bound and BS, which is this, our first of 2024. And man, um, what a show we have for you guys. So I'm glad to start out the year with a bang, so to speak, you know. <laughs> 24 for sure. But uh, before we even dive into this episode, let's let our guy DP let you guys know where to find him. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people, your favorite website where you get all your social media platforms to at us at. We're at Nerdcyclopedia on Twitter, Facebook. Well, X. I keep saying Twitter, so it's X. <laughs> There's no Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Instagram, um, TikTok, anywhere that you um, you know find yourself on social media, just at us at Nerdcyclopedia. Um, listen to us on podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you smash that subscribe button and also hit that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on, on Facebook, thank you as well. Join our Carbonite Bounty BS uh, Star Wars group on um, Facebook um, group. So we'll let you know everything. We'll talk about everything Star Wars related. So come and join us and have a little bit of fun. Um, if you want to leave us an email. Uh, we're at nurse at nurseencyclopedia.com. So make sure that you're um, going over there and leaving us some um, some of your feedback and everything. We love getting your feedback and let and having you let us know how we can make the show better for you. Ooh. Which we won't do. Good stuff. In any it's circumstances. All, it's all about the customer experience here. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. customer service all day here, you know? <laughs> we, we just want you buying buying what we're selling that's all that that's it just just, mm -hmm. just no matter what yeah no matter what you know just uh and what are we selling these days ken what, what is it that we sell we are selling experience we are selling <laughs> new new information new characters and tropes and everything and we we're selling the whole the whole bucket the whole bucket <laughs> The whole bucket. Buy <laughs> buy this experience. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad we, we're selling PayPal, Venmo, uh, Zelle, whatever you got. Just we're all over it. We're all over it. <laughs> we'll take your money however you feel. Most you know, you'd like to send it to us. We're happy to accept. <laughs> it will be said very, un very unpicky about that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, guys, I mean, it's great, great to be back, as I said, and then what a way to start out 2024 with um, our episode review of Star Wars Resistance, you know, we're in season one. So um, as far as episodes nine to three, I'm um, a shorter run this week, but uh, we'll start with you, Ken. What were your initial thoughts of this run? It took a while to get going. Um, we had some short little sort of vignette, little short little stories uh, about our... Uh, the racers and our boy Kaz, who's just the most solid and most um, uh, put together 
character. I mean, he doesn't fumble the ball. He's always on point. Um, there's absolutely nothing fallible I can say about this guy. Um, he's a regular Mary Joe. He, man, what? I couldn't say a Mary Joe. Who's Mary a Mary Jane? Joe? Not a Mary Sue. He's a Mary. I, he's like a cousin. He's like a cousin. <laughs> yeah. He's a cousin to Mary Sue. <laughs> hey, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get us in trouble today, my friend. But we'll take that. So, we, we had Mary, what's a Mary Joe like? It's just we, it's exactly we had like more. Uh, we had more espionage. Now we know that Doza, Captain Doza, was an imperial officer back in the day. He keeps that uniform pressed and starched in the closet. Um. I mean, he's ready. He's not jumping on the first order bang bandwagon, which I got to give him about 10 points for that because <laughs> the first order was a pile of crap. I mean, they were poorly organized. It was just a bunch of hotheads, a bunch of angry teenagers with a lot of technology. <laughs> really didn't. Yeah. So Do Captain Doze is basically waiting until the Empire comes back. So, I mean, I think he's waiting for Palpatine. To come back and bring order to the galaxy. Um, I like that nugget. You know what I also like? Nico is actually a little more interesting now because he surpasses Jar Jar on the idiot scale <laughs> by probably about, I don't know, 8,000 midichlorians because he knows things. He knows things that, I mean, he knows, for instance, he knows where that escape pod is nobody knew that right nobody knew where that escape pod was it was underwater also his grandfather was on jabba's sail barge niktu and he mentions him in this uh episode lots of great call outs i liked uh i really like i watched the scene a couple times tara said wizard which was an anakin word Anakin said wizard and and she brought it back so there's all these great little intertwining connections and that, that's why I I am keeping up with this I will I'm invested I know some of y'all think this is garbage I get it I see the trash I see where it's Ken, Ken this is not like you wait wait wait, 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 wait wow so, apologizing so already see, I see what you guys don't like, but also as a fan, I'm seeing where they're kind of trying to pull it in and allow me to digest things a little differently. So I'm I'm digging the the uh, insight we're getting into Phasma. I mean, who knew that she was that agile and could fight? I mean, basically, <laughs> when we saw her in force awakened she just stood there and she got pushed into a trash compactor <laughs> now we're seeing her like no slicing we understand why she's who she is and she has the chrome uniform because she's a she's a fighter um kind of like how palpatine you know, all of a sudden you know he was just like you know had his all moves and everything back in clone wars like where did that come from <laughs> exactly we're seeing some structure now to build up to a force awakens and i think what we're going to do we're going to finish season one we're going to do season two of this resistance and then i think we're going to rewatch force awakens because yeah, i think we're going to get <laughs> we're going to get we're going to get a little different perspective on 
not only are we going are we going to hate the first order more because they're idiots we're going to see that. I, I'm, I'm down for that i can see that I, i'm down for that yeah you can see and and like i said like i said in the beginning of my review i the first order they're trash they're garbage they're children they've been given lots of toys and they threw the directions out they basically said we're throwing this in, in the trash. We're going to try and figure out how to do this. And I see where that's kind of coming. And I also see why Captain Dota is like a little on the fence with where his loyalties are. And he's still with family. Like he's still grounded in something that we can all relate to. He's still just trying to do what's best for his family, which is basically his daughter. That's all he has left. So... I dig that. I like the 80s video game throwback where she has all the flight simulators. That was cool. Um, but overall, this was a nice vignette of episodes. It took a while to get there, but they started to feed us some nice little nuggets along the way. So I'm a, it's an eight out of 10. I'm not giving it, oh, a my God. Again, but. I'll I'll give these episodes an eight, a solid eight, because of the because of the the sort of the tropey nuggets that they gave me and the little pickups that I got. Um, and I love Senora, uh, uh, like great character. If there was an, a black series action figure of her, I'd probably buy it. Just saying, make it. Make it reasonably priced, Disney. Just help me out. <laughs> reasonably priced, like under twenty dollars for Christ's sake. Like hey, how much Disney there is for? They're, they're here to sell you their product and stuff. So we watch these things. They 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 make us. They want us to watch these things so we could potentially purchase more product from them. Right? And they need new characters because their characters yeah. are entering the public domain at a shocking rate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Finally, after 95 years. Right. <laughs> I don't think they got to do it. Oh, man. I mean, I'll, I'll give my review real quick because I know let you guys get into it. Um, I'm not invested. Um, it's not, this isn't striking me. Out of everything we watch, I, I find this like the least adult like, I don't know. The characters, I mean, kind of like goofy. It's, it's something maybe for your family. This is like a, to me, this is like Disney XD for Star Wars. You know, <laughs> not really like, you know, no disrespect to Disney XD. There's some good stuff on there. But uh, yeah, this is a little too, a uh, little too kind of, you know, Disney XD for me. It's just, it's not hitting. The characters are cool. And like I said, the, the things I want is like more like exposition into the first order. Um, this is more like resistance building. We know how resistance builds. I just watched it an hour an hour an hour an episode with andor we understand how these revolutions start i wish we were getting more exposition on the first order so it's okay um for one thing he knows how to you know do animated series so i'll give him that but i mean overall this doesn't strike me at all so i'll let you guys continue moving forward Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not, i guess i'm up next because i i just misclicked yeah. so i'll do i'll go uh <laughs> It's totally fine with me. So these episodes were better than the ones I, I think the first eight. These four were, were were pretty decent. I like the whole the whole Yeager has a brother that killed his family thing, and I would not forgive that guy. What a jerk! Blow up everybody because you want to be fast. We just saw that kid do that like two episodes ago, and he was a jerk, right? So 
why wouldn't that anyway the whole that whole thing was weird but i like that i like that they gave yeager some conflict as a west virginia native i'll say that that guy's name being spelled yeager and being pronounced yeager is driving me insane it's driving me absolutely nuts because that's the perfect character to be named after chuck yeager right i mean he's an old school guy great pilot hates everybody do not mess with this dude that's exactly the persona chuck yeager had so it is driving me more than a little bit insane if you told me that the the title of episode 13 was something like sacrifice and like Kaz was holding Nico like like the, you know like something terrible happened to him I'd be pretty stoked. Uh, that character is really annoying. I, I don't know. I, I, there's something about the obliviousness and Jar-Jar the childlikeness. I it's close, man. It's close. He's got this stupid wow. pet and it's obvious this this murder kraken is coming for this 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 thing. Like, why do you care if it's going to eat it or not? Like, it's an enormous murder kraken. Uh, I don't know. That that character is kind of getting on my nerves a little bit. But overall, I mean, I I like that we're seeing some sort of insight into into how the First Order kind of got where they are. You know, they're out there, like, mining uranium. And they're like, ah, the whole First Republic is going to be like, ah, that's fine. What do you get? Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff with uranium. You know, Uh, a lot of things. So we can't just jump to conclusions about these fine gentlemen and their secret, you know, child kidnapping hypnotism army that's totally okay <laughs> like that think about it. that's what these stormtroopers are and, and and you know i don't know if that's just like yeah. a well-kept secret or what like trafficking right yeah but these guys oh, yeah, aren't yeah. they're not good they're not doing good things i'm interested to see who this red baron is like that's got me hanging on i, I like i like the, the red baron uh fighter pilot um big fan there i like and i like pyre and phasma i like that we're getting them to see them do some stuff in their you know gilded uniforms that actually justifies it makes sense it makes sense. exactly there's a reason they're there there's a reason they're doing these things but i don't know it's interesting because like there's obviously a weird and complicated relationship between the republic the resistance the first order the Empire, the Imperial Remnant, right? And then Palpatine's in there somewhere. And it seems like that's really, really complicated, but it's being presented as something very straightforward. First Order's bad. They have a, a thing. We found it. It's bad. It, it just seems like there should be a lot more nuance, especially when you're dealing with this weird, like, fifth columnist versus, like, the military hardliners. Like, that should be a really interesting cat and mouse game where they're just trying to catch each other doing all this dirty crap so that they can go to the Senate and, and accuse the, each other of doing the crap, right? That's what should be happening. But here it's, 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 it's being weirdly presented like, you know, no, one, no one's doing anything to stop anybody from doing anything at all. So how is there even a conflict, right? Uh, I also, I don't know. We see, we're so used to seeing fighter pilots, like seeing these guys tied to this ring racing stuff when they could just be having like dog fights with pirates or whatever. Just seems silly to me. Like just, just, enough with the racing let's just get in a fighter pilot get in a fighter and shoot a bunch of stuff just like that's what star wars is supposed to be this isn't mario kart you know <laughs> this is this is rogue squadron is what we want to see right um so i i'm you know i'm optimistic that because it, it is getting better but right now i, I don't know like, if, if this weren't star wars brandon would i watch the next one of these probably not mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I applaud you guys for you know trug, trugging through you know you, the stuff and everything. It, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I have to say that um I'm I'm digging 
basically this more than um these batch episodes more than as Hitch said the the first few. Um, I guess getting used to the fact that this is not aimed at adults, obviously. Yeah. You know, it is aimed more at like you know the um you know kids, you know, um, and it doesn't get to the level of maturity at, le- at least at this point. Um, like um, Clone Wars eventually did, you know, um, in my eyes and everything. Um, it's some you know something uh, that 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 um George Lucas always said says Star Wars is for kids. So if you want to take that for what it's worth, then I guess this is what he meant, you know, you know, meant for it to, um, to be and everything. That nuance and complications that we're looking to have. Um, I mean, sure, we definitely want it. You know, I don't think at this point we're going to get it, you know, in this particular, you know, um, portion of the series. I don't I, I think since this is like two seasons. I'm hoping it doesn't spin its wheels with some of the antics that go on with some of these characters, especially like Nico and like, you know, the whole Bebo thing. That episode was pretty much like a, a turnoff um, because of what it was. <laughs> Seriously, you know. Did, did you um, did you finish it? I, I, of course I finished it. You know, okay. I'm, I'm, dedicated, I'm dedicated to the game and everything. So I'm, That episode I'm, I'm, was like eating a Domino's pizza. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Little Caesars is worse, bro. Yeah, I would say Little Caesars probably a little. Little Caesars is like, yeah, wow. yeah. We all but, have our preferences. Um, the Jaeger episode with his brother, Jaeger or whatever, you know, um, definitely like that one. Um, and like the dynamic. Finally, you, you give some Jaeger to do and actually um, further his character arc and everything. Um, the Captain Doza episode with um, the, you know, Cash trying to find out um, a little bit more about him. And then we get. Um, What's her name again? Um, Tora. You know, I like her. I like her a lot, you know, and I'm hoping to see a lot more of her, you know, with with, you know, our heroes and all that stuff. Um, the less of Kaz, <laughs> Ken's Ken's friend, Ken's Ken's boy, yeah. you know, the, the less of him. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you know, digging that. But I mean, unfortunately or fortunately, you know, he's a character that we got to, you know, take the journey with with these episodes. Um, I'm accepting it for the level that it's on. So I'm the type that, okay, this is what they're presenting us, you know, take it at that. I can't wish for something that the show can't give us, you know. Um, if I'm if I'm gonna do that, I need to watch something else, you know. I'm going through all this Star Wars stuff at the end of watching it, I'll assess of what it what it is and you know, you know, you know, go from there. My opinions on um the bad batch sort of changed with the second season because I'm thinking like they was heading somewhere with that, and then the second season sort of got away from with the spirit of what, what happened in the first season with a lot of those meandering episodes and stuff. So sometimes Dave Filoni could get off track and everything, then sometimes he could be right on point and everything. So DP, we gotta say that for later, but is it Dave Filoni really? We're gonna say that for the back half this of today. Hey, I, I I I don't know. You know, some 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 actually down his skills now. You know, now that we're seeing like more more of his work and everything. But like I said, for the purpose of resistance, like I said, I'm 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 digging. I dug like the first. The, I mean the the three the Bebo part. I can I could take or leave and everything. Um, and I thought that episode in particular was just probably could have been just a throwaway and you know skip to like the next thing. Um, and I and I hope these characters get a little bit more um, better developed and a little bit more focused 
you know, for, for, for my eyes. But like I said, I realize what it is aimed at children and, you know, I'm, you're, you're getting what you're getting. Mm -hmm. So you, 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 the general consensus is you, you, you guys don't like Kaz, Kazian. He's sort of a, <laughs> sort of a throwaway, which is weird because he is a Star Wars character. He is a head in the clouds, looking for adventure, looking for the next big thing, looking to make a mark. I mean, that's that's what that's what Star Wars characters are. They're that that they're looking to do to be more than they are now. And you know what I love about you, Ken? I love that you love that I that you that you take in the spirit of what Star Wars is. You know, I I, I like that. I like that. I, I like that a lot. He is a spin he, master. He's a DJ, bro. You have to you have to breathe. You have to breathe this stuff in. I mean, so real quick side note. I I'm a I'm a fan of Halloween, the film franchise. Okay. Ah, Michael okay. Myers is probably the the, the the strongest built character that I can think of. In let's not do that. Order. Let's not do that on the show. Let's not do that. Wait, wait no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, no. I'm just making a making a uh, like an um uh like I'm I'm, I'm drawing an example. So okay. I'm in a member. I'm in a member of the uh, the Facebook page that honors Halloween. Okay, all these people like and. They bash things that are like, if you're into something, you're into it. Like, if you don't like it, then don't like it. Get out. So Star Wars is a lot like that. If it has that, if it has that element to it, I'm I'm sold. And as long as it keeps with the spirit of the franchise, I'm good. Um so even with Things that we can relate to, like reality, like religion, like every time someone tries to rewrite or redo or rethink something with a particular re religion, whether it's Judaism or Catholicism or whatever, if you're a part of it, be a part of it. You know, like breathe it in. There right. has to be something there that's going to be acceptable. Now, we haven't seen the only the only critique I have of this series, and like I said it, I think I said it two weeks ago, there has been no Jedi, no force, nothing. Yeah. It's like this is a like literally Palpatine did it. He destroyed the Jedi. He took the force out of the galaxy at this point. There is literally nothing. So we have these humans that are now having to use their own skills and here's Kaz man he's got his skills like he can he can fall over things and land on his feet he has a great uh ability to detect when first order stormtroopers are right at the end of a hallway and and he's avoided their laser blasts and stun blasts like nobody's business i mean this kid is on it. so Plus, he wins the R. Kelly Award for hiding in the closet. Wow, Jeez. Oh, you know what? today for hot. So you remember that movie, uh, Small Soldiers? What did the Gorgonites do? They hid. That was their superpower. They hid. 
I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, Kim. Maybe we're being a little bit too too down on this. I I I could see how you could be offended by, you know, wanting just a little bit more. I don't know, a little bit more depth to this this series. And I think honestly, we've got to blame Andor for this because when I hear a spy a spy drama and I think about tension and I think about building and stakes and all that stuff, I think about Andor. Yeah, Andor and and how and how good well, Andor, that show was. Aimed at who? Andor's aimed where? Adults. Not necessarily, but it's aimed on a different audience. It takes but, place in the same universe, right? So, so I mean, to 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 hit his point about because he mentioned Andor and everything, and then the Ken's point about not having like any force stuff. Both series really didn't have any type of force stuff. They took Not place in the same universe. One is aimed at children. One is aimed at adults. I mean, that's that's actually a really good. That's a really good joy to have instead of having it being just one, you know, type of thing. You know, um, would you say? Would you say that um, Andor still captured the spirit of Star Wars? Ken? Uh, totally, totally. I mean, just with the the idea of the. The, this the, the rebellion and how it I mean think about it Star Wars was built on this rebellion these and we didn't know we were dropped in the middle of this whole thing we at the, imagine the first scene in in Star Wars a new hope you didn't know who the good guys were or the bad guys were it was completely it was it was a, it was a blank slate. Uh, just because the guy's dressed all in black and he's got this helmet and everything doesn't mean he's bad. Doesn't mean that he's the evil guy, but that's the stereotypical thing that we like to say that that you know, the guy dressed in black, he's bad. But all his minions are in white. Right? Somebody give him a seat at the Senate. <laughs> what about the shell folk, Ken? What do you think about the shell folk and their escapades, engineering and engineering and repair underneath the the colossus? And they're just like our little rock people in uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, like they're the ones actually doing the work. And real quick, now that I'm thinking about it, what is that Twinkie colored creature? With the with the uh, with the welding goggles is what is that? You know what I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. He's like the color of a Twinkie. He looks like a canary, but we got a little bit of depth with that character in these episodes. Like the First Order took his cleaning machine. He took the they took the only thing that this character did. This guy polished the floors in the uh, in the bowels of the Colossus, and they took that machine from him. And you saw how hurt he was. They removed the means of production. And what is that thing? What is that? Do you think Freak. they have floor polishers in Star Wars universe? <laughs> they have. Do you think, phone sure, do you think they have self-polishing floor? I'm sure they're sponsored by like Roomba or Dyson or some shit, right? There's some kind of marketing ploy in the background of this. Yeah, Disney knows it's a finite number of years they're going to be able to juice this stuff. So, you know, they got to get their money now. They're experiencing it. They're getting ready. But yeah. this, the, this show, 
I think is trying to do something that we wanted to have happen. And I keep saying it. We wanted a backstory to Force Awakens. We wanted to know. We wanted to know what happened between Jedi and Force Awakens. It was this big I, empty space. This this ain't it for me, buddy. The Vimar so we so we know there's a Vimar New Republic where they let yeah. they let the Imperials back in and put the Imperials in positions of power because they apparently knew how to do stuff. So we also know that there was no political will to continue the conflict after the Battle of Jakku, and that there was then a period, a lengthy period of appeasement and denial, where the Senate and the rest of the New Republic said, you know what? There's nobody that would think about attacking us under the carpet. Navy. Under the carpet. Exactly. And then and then Leia Organa with her force powers and ability to fly through space unharmed comes and says, Hey, let's let's start a new paramilitary organization, a private military corporation under my my name. We'll call it the resistance, and we'll go out there and we'll mess with the NRA, who just want to have guns for everybody, I guess. That's their whole thing. And since you mentioned Leia, how about her part in these in these episodes? I have a Very hard time figuring smart. out when this is supposed to take place because she she looks a lot more like yeah. 1983 Carrie Fisher and it makes me think it's it's sooner in the timeline. But, but, but I don't think sounds, it means yeah. she sounds uh-huh. like Force Awakens like era, right? right. So, so Princess Leia obviously kept face. smoking the whole time during you know oh. well, she was a fighter, so yeah, she was a fighter, she can do whatever she wants. But this She's does take before Force Awakens, right? But by how much? It's supposed to, but it's it's almost like buttoning up against it. Yeah. It's almost like parallel yeah. I mean, they're already building that base, right? Like we saw the base under the Starkiller base under construction times. or whatever. We saw Starkiller yeah. base. Multiple yeah, so times. it's got to be pretty close. I mean, you figure the Death Star took a long time to build, but not more than five years, and they're already using the planet that exists, so I don't know. Yeah, they don't have to build anything. They got the ring. They have the ring. They have the, the, the weapon, and they have the, enter, the, the way to uh, absorb energy from stars so they got that already and now i this, think that this tranche of episodes make me think there aren't that many jedi in the galaxy so there's probably not that many people that use the force that's what they're, they're pushing us but that could always change next week we could get a, a bunch of episodes where everybody like me is maybe a jedi right and nico's a jedi maybe a, maybe a, maybe a maybe a dark maybe a dark night or something all of a sudden all of a sudden yeah I'm, I'm I'm struggling to try to find a reason why they will introduce Jedi in this unless it's just for like a one-off, like unless they went to like a and one thing they don't do is like go to planets like they did like with um Bad Batch and Clone Wars and stuff. I mean we're like yeah, we're pretty much stuck here on the ship and you know in the repair thing they're trying to fix stuff with the races and all that stuff. I I don't know if they're going to even. I mean I I will see we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see. But, if you told um, me this is what ended up Luke and Luke Skywalker ended up doing was being a racer at, at some stuff like this, I'd believe that a lot more than hiding on, you know, the original planet the Jedi come from. Yeah. But um th- there was like a canon book I read at the Legends of Luke Skywalker that takes place after seven. So like that's like a book that it tells what happened to Luke. It doesn't say what happened to him that drove him into like I don't exile, but it's something. I mean, yeah, that's that. That's the story that we need to know. Like, wrap up his, I don't know, his exposition into. I mean, it and they can literally end it up to like we're saying a young Ben Sky Ben Solo, right? To like up to that point, they could have tied that in together and made that a better exposition. I felt like, 
Um, well, I mean, they mentioned they mentioned Kylo Ren, right? Okay. Exactly. So how do you mention oh, him and nobody else? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they already fired. They already introduced the gun. So what are they going to do, Hitch? At some point, <laughs> you know, Plus it's bad writing. It is like horrible. I think they're waiting. Uh, they're waiting because we're we're seeing the the underbelly right now. We're seeing the you know phasma prior. We're seeing this sort of you know how how the how it's running. We don't need to see Kylo Ren yet. We don't we don't need him in the mix yet. I would rather they wait till. Episode, what are we at? Episode twenty-one, where we right. get, where we get a, where we get his involvement because he's a, he's a big player. I mean, he's a he's a whale, and we don't need him right now on the floor. I think we're good right now with the way the first order is being introduced, and they're deceiving people, and we see how they're blackmailing everybody, and we see this sort of like, uh, the the no the. Uh, just being rude they're just being rude to everybody and they are they are mean yeah just mean they're just mean just they're just yeah they're just darn right mean they're doing mean stuff they're kicking kids on that recess field they're they're coming up behind them kicking them in the back and that's what the first order is just a bunch of kids kicking other kids there's nothing I don't think we really need to see the the bulk of it yet. Like they haven't mentioned Hux. I mean, we know Hux is a player both with the old, with the New Republic and with the First Order. It, it's it's a lineage thing. We already know that, and we haven't seen him. So, who does Fastmo report to? Huh? Who does Fastmo report to? We don't know yet. Fastmo reports to herself. I mean, I think the way the the way it works, like like we said last week, we've got the the first order stormtroopers that are just in white, like you know they're the minions. Then we got the sort of the the elite, and they're in red. That's the way it's always been with the royal guards. Red means you're the top of the food chain. We've got the new gold. That's really cool. Look, waiting for a black series helmet on that, like. That and Phasma. Yeah, Phasma would be sick. Hard to keep oh, playing. That would be so sick. And what if you put it on, T. Mitch? What if you put it on and, and when you talk, you sounded like her? Well, the Vader one does that. So huh? it's possible. Vader does yeah. that, so it's possible. It's possible. That would be rude to the nth degree. This is like, I think the series will get better. Um, it's, it's starting slow. Um, to me, though, some of the characters, it's almost like, it's. It, to me, it's kind of cash grabby, to be honest. It just feels kind of like a little cash grab. And, I mean, this the series and the, the, our talking points, especially, like, the way the dialogue has went today, I mean, it's going to really lead into the second topic that uh, me and DP has discussed at length. I think all of us has had talked to it at some point, but, I mean, it's like... It's been a smoking gun. It's the, the gun has been fired. You know, it's been a smoking gun for how long DP you would say? I would consider this post endgame and even a little bit before then. So would this be three years plus in the making? I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things, but I mean we discussed this and 
I mean, that, that segues us into the back half of this episode. Like, if, if you guys aren't aware, and it's something that we kind of discussed, but we kind of, I mean, I shied away from it on this channel and in a lot of things, but we talk about, like, writing, right? And we talk about, you know, is, is Filoni writing this? Or, like, who's pulling the strings? I know we've given Kathleen Kennedy, like, fair abuse, some considered unfair abuse. I mean, she's the president of LucasArts. What's her influence? I mean, who's signing off on projects? But um, for those who weren't aware, right, so about a month and a half ago, um, you know, and we've seen it all on the internet, right? So whether it be Star Wars, where we, you know, in, in our meeting here, discuss things, Marvel, um, even in other franchises, there's been this whole, like, agenda, right, of, like, you know, uh, yeah. what are the what are the buzzwords they use you know virtue signaling and agenda pushing right so we kind of had that whole discussion a couple times on different platforms even hear about it and um the sad part is like you know arguably the largest media company disney acknowledges their part in this and basically it, it's kind of corny because i'll read it verbatim so disney ceo bob Iger. It said, the company has lost their sight in the role of the entertainment industry at a New York Times uh, deal book summit. Iger said at the forum that Disney must primarily entertain their role and not just push messaging, which is pretty crazy to me hearing that from him, right? So the idea was, is this is the first time anybody at a leading studio has been talking to need to focus on delighting the audience and telling a story rather than calling and signaling messaging in movies. He's also acknowledged all the noise out there about how the audience, which is us, we spoke about this, how they don't like how Disney movie has made casting choices and character changes in their movies, and they want to pull it back to focus on storytelling. They do not like the fact of them rehashing old stories and repackaging old stories without being genuine and authentic, and this is something the company will look to do in the next coming years. So me hearing that, bro, is very telling because it's something I've told you guys about a long time ago. And this does nothing to do with this whole MCU bullshit and having female characters. But it really comes down to, and we said this, right, like the writing. And to me, hearing that is refreshing. But to me, it's like really fucking cheap because like these all these people, somebody signs off on this, right? So for you to like give that piss poor excuse of like, we know we fucked up and we're like, for whatever reason, peddling to a side or something like, why did you do it? And like, ultimately, like who falls on the sword for it? Because we talked about it, right? The last three years have been shit, in our opinion, and the majority of projects out. And these are things that are near and dear to us. You know, I, I just, I find it like kind of like a cheap shot. I, I really respect Bob Iger and the things he does. But it go. I mean, I don't know what his influence is on the film industry. So I know he's the CEO of Disney. Don't know what he does with LucasArts. So ultimately, like, I guess my question to you guys is like, hearing these notes and these news things, and we talked about it, right? Like different shows, like Obi-Wan was a failure. Who the hell signed off to Boba Fett being some pussy? Like, we, there ha something has to happen, like, because we're at a point now to like, if the studios acknowledge they made a mistake, how do we fix it? And ultimately, like, where do we go from here? So I think I think that a lot of that statement is based on a logical fallacy that I'm going to just unpack for a minute. And that's the idea that if we go back to how the way things were, that there will be no messaging in this entertainment. And, I, and that there's that somehow 
the way these stories were being presented to us previously was some neutral or some or zero on a scale of negative 10 to 10, right? Or left to right, right or however, you know, up and down. It's just, it's in the middle. And I think that ignores a very real fact that all of these stories have always contained messaging of one sort or another that has carried the mores and values of the audience and the creators forward. That, that's, that is the case. And what has happened is that there's a specific subsection of the fandom that does not want to learn the lessons that Disney wants to teach. And, and, and that's not the same thing as saying that they're focusing too much on that. It, what I'm saying is that there are people that are too narrow-minded to think that any perspective apart from theirs is neutral and zero yeah. on that scale of left and right. And that's not saying that what Disney is producing right now isn't viable, right? I mean, that's sure. just saying that there's a group, there's a, 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 a piece of the pie out there that's looking at this stuff, that's trying to participate, but they don't, they don't see it. They don't see the vision. They don't see where it's going. So um, they're being... Uh, another thing I'm finding is too that um, I don't think me as a, um, a consumer of this content as, as before Disney bought Marvel specifically, I was not into anything Disney whatsoever. You know, I, I didn't have any care with oh, Disney. Oh, you're you're a total you're a total Beauty and the Beast fan. Just look I, at I, it. we know you know my bad Gary. You know, okay, <laughs> um, you, so. <laughs> So the element of um, bullshit. <laughs> Seriously, you have I, kids. I, you I have like kids. So I was so and I, I have kids, yes, but um, my my kids are like eight and ten. So Marvel, when did when did Disney buy Marvel? Like over Way that ten years ago. Yeah, you know, yeah. longer than that and everything. And I wasn't too amped on Disney buying Marvel. You know, I was like, okay, yeah. well, Mickey Mouse is going to get involved somehow, and this is going to water down some stuff. But hey. You know, in game, um, Avengers came out, was doing good, and you know, all that stuff that came out before. Um, Disney didn't really touch a bunch, but they just, you know, bought the you know, bought the property and maintained it and everything. And all of a sudden, you know, Walt Disney here is, is is doing his thing. So I'm like, okay, well, this is this is some good stuff here. So I'm I'm down with it. Now I think a certain set of that fandom that you're talking about, um, Still City, um, is being a little bit more Disney cognizant you know and aware of a lot of stuff going on because they know that the um and especially with star wars um that disney holds a lot of the weight towards that you know to that and everything whereas if disney ever bought that they probably wouldn't be worried about what disney's doing and what what um i guess virtue signal whatever whatever um you know yeah, yeah. That, that that team Mitch is talking about they wouldn't even be caring what disney is doing you know um it's, it's, it's sort of disingenuous to, to a degree. It it's, to you know, me. it's blame shifting. It's, it's blame yeah, shifting. It, it, well, I mean, I don't know if, if you want to call Iger blame shifted. It's, it's everybody, you know? It is. It's, it's blame. Because for you to say that, bro, they know. Like, who signed off? So then, okay, so Iger's the CEO of the company, right? So let's be specific with Star Wars. Who the fuck signed off on episode seven that goes into episode eight, which is a completely different story, to then sign off on episode nine? It didn't have all of us crying about, well, this happened. Or, but, but, but you know what, like, T. Mitch? I, I applaud them for trying. It failed. Bro, we don't, well, we don't get it. I, I get your, your opinion. It, 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 it's mileage on your opinion everything. 
I think it didn't. I did. I, I think it personally failed in everything. But I applaud a company for the, the fact that if they're trying new things, because if we and it's like I was we kept text messenger back and forth. If you keep on this road to trying to cater to a certain second group that's getting older and older, mm. then you're not growing like the um the product and everything. You got to like, I guess, that's diversify. Correct. And, um, you know, uh, try some different things. It may not work. It may not be done correctly. Those so-called virtue signal, gender swapping or, you know, changing yeah. the stuff. They got to try stuff to see what sticks in order for the, to see something grow and everything. Because the stuff that's being supported now with those, um, 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 when they bought Disney, when Disney bought Marvel and um, Star Wars, they brought a certain sect of fandom on that wasn't with them before. You know, but look, is that is that fandom? Let me. This is something that I mean I know is true about comic book fandom and about Star Wars fandom from before Disney bought bought those things. So I know it's true, and it's you know there are not there were not enough women comic fans. There are not enough women Star Wars fans, and that's true. And it's something that we would you know if this were twenty years ago, we'd be lamenting that because we'd be at the convention or the meeting, and we'd be like, man. I feel like a huge nerd being at this. <laughs> look, look at what all these people. Sausage fest. Sausage fest. Yeah. Right. Oh, Absolutely. So, but so so think about it like this, and, and this is this is why I think that that the entire backlash against this sort of thing is is just just wrong, is because you're not you're not always making things for your fans. Now you're not always trying to you know th- this isn't like NFL football where. You know, you want to you want to get ahead in Cleveland, talk about how great the Browns are doing this year. You know what I mean? You want to get ahead in Pittsburgh, talk how great the Steelers are doing, how they can even lose this week and still make the playoffs, which is incredible and dumb. You know, we, you talk about those things and it's easy and it would be easy to pander to that the sausage room. Right. It would be easy to pander to that. You can you can know exactly, you know, how to do that. And that's how you build the fan base. But one that's there's only so many times you can tell that story. And if you read the legends novels, you know that they ran out of right. times <laughs> to tell that story. They, they told that story so many times they ran out of it. So you have to look at new characters and new perspectives. Now to me, I, I think that there's a version. There is an episode nine that you can make to make seven and eight make sense. It's not the right. one they made. They made a different movie right. than that, <laughs> but it's not like they, at the end of episode eight, they left the story in such a place as, you know, there was, there was not an organic reason for the characters that were in the story to be in the story. And they didn't leave it in a place where it would be impossible to, to sort of solve. Right. I, I, and I think that there's this weird backlash saying, you know, you have to make this for me. You have to make this for me. You know, I'm the loyal one. And that's weird. It's weird to me that you can't conceive of other stories and other other types of characters. But I don't want my daughter thinking that, like, I don't want she when she comes of age, right? And and she finds out how how big into Star Wars I am, as it dawns on her that that's not normal (laughs) amongst her, you know, her friends' families. I don't want her to think that, you know, because of my association with this fandom now, that I am closed-minded and I would not be interested in, in in those stories because I don't think that's that's the case. But I do think that the average Star Wars fan that wants to whine about Rose and, and Ray, which seems to be, in my opinion, what what I'm hearing on Star Wars anyway, is just it's one of those people that's like, you know, oh, it's completely unrealistic for a woman to want to fight with a man, but they're space wizards. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's it's yeah. space wizardry. Like anybody could beat anybody in a fight because it's it's space magic. 
I, I think yeah. we're all talking about it because Disney is new to the, I mean, face it, they're new to this game. They're new Pretty to Star right. Wars. They're still trying to figure it out. They weren't there four years. Uh, yeah, see that I, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not giving them a pass on that because and you, we just talked about it. So take out the signaling and the gender stuff, right? So explain to me why Episode Seven was Episode Four, and then you then I'll give you the floor then because that's okay. what I got. Okay, is Episode so Four. This and that's, this and that's was, this was the about. best. This was the best world that they felt they could no, live in. I'm not, I'm not hearing that. I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't like, I'm not a big fan of the, of the prequel or, you know, the post-quel. Sorry. So, so do, you, do, you, do you feel episode seven is a remake of episode four? No. I think it's a worse no. remake, first of all. Let me ask you, here's an easy, here's an easy tell. Here's an easy tell why episode seven's worse. All right. What's the name of the planet? It blew up in episode four. Alderaan, right? We all yeah, know Alderaan. it's Alderaan. Correct. So, and what's the name of the what's the name of the planet they blew up in Episode Seven? Why why did it matter? Right, like what did it matter? They blew up these eight planets in one star system when there's a billion systems in the Republic. Like those are the sorts of things and the stakes that I think they did a poor job telegraphing because they were relying on your understanding of the plot of Episode Four. Correct. And that's, and that's how you can tell that it is another star killer base when they already had a correct. Death Star in the past. Yeah, Han right. Solo's yeah. t- going on a hey, we're gonna blow this thing up, right? I mean, you you wow. if you have not seen Star Wars, ep- you know, episode four, this would be a confusing, maybe a confusing situation. So I think it was very deliberately targeted on nostalgia, right? Very deliberately targeted on nostalgia, and they did it. It was too ham fisted. They did it way too heavy. It should have been telling a, a completely different story, but yeah. and and they didn't really make it clear in any real way what the, the resistance was different from the New Republic. It was too big. It was too big. They to, went to Finn, big. But Finn's point, um, they're new to the game, and they just bought the um, franchise from George yeah. Lucas. The why was Rogue One good? They're 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 looking to make all this money because back and make possible. To um and and they want to try to please everyone. It ended up pleasing no one, you know, to a to a degree. They pleased a lot of people with Force Awakens. That wasn't a bad movie. I it was that just was fine. it was just yeah. you know too much on like you know nostalgia. It was a subsequent movies that could have been done a little better, especially number nine. Um, to 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 make everybody you know happy about what they were going and and then also too we don't have the guidance of the master of the original creator and everything so disney is on its own and trying to figure this out you know i mean it's i mean you can say what you want about like george lucas and how he went a different way and you know does certain things but he's the only one to me that knows this thing inside out yeah um this isn't cinderella this is not this is not snow white this is yeah, not a normal at this, at this point product. though. Okay, I get what you guys are saying, but we're now 10 years into a Marvel purchase. They the blueprint was there, right? Like so like this this is what I'm saying. Like I just find like us, like maybe it's me. I, I don't have time to defend these studios because like they have the money, they have the funds, they have the people. Yeah, it's funny who it's funny when influencers Mitch, 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 you're you're talking about works of fiction in Hollywood and Everything is subjective. This is not like a, a a machine that you could crank out like McDonald's and get good fries and good Big Macs and stuff all the time. Every time, 
You Every know? time. It does not work like that. With you're going to have some to get like You're going to get to your successes, your highs, and your lows. After all those, those streams success Marvel had, it's mathematically sound that they were going to get a bad year or a bad, it was, a bad yeah. point, you know, because that's but, just mathematics. They yeah, can't so you're gonna, like that way forever. So you're going to, so Star Wars is just going to start shit and then just magically somehow be saved? I, I think at some point, the, I mean, at some point, you're going to get some stuff right, but you have to go through those trials and tribulations in order to get to that mm-hmm. point. You know, I, I, so, no, I understand what you guys are saying. I mean, you I have to have the fandom telling you, okay, well, we don't want this, or we're not, you know, liking this and everything, in order for you to take a step back, which is what they're doing, and sort of pushing things out. Okay, maybe we need to take a step back and stop pushing all this product out and come back with something a little bit more stronger. Hopefully, when they come back, it's it's with what we want, but we we have. I think if we're trying to give companies a pass. We have to give them that that that, that um, leeway because we're so dedicated to watching this stuff anyway. So why can't we give them a pass when they're on like a um a downturn and everything? Yeah. We support yeah. them when they're good. So you, you gotta you gotta you support, gotta support them, them when they're bad. Yeah, but I, I just gotta be even handed because like the thing is is there are creators out there, there are people, and it's funny how they want to watch our channels maybe not ours but they watch they know the people who know the shit they know the people who know the canon it's funny how they want to ask them and steal their ideas which they have in script points but then they don't want to ask for fan input right like they do these test screenings and all this stuff i just i don't have time for studio complaints to be honest because i get this shit everything's not going to be you know and everything's not going to be rosy i get that but my point is like bro like I, I just feel cheated as a fan and a lot of stuff. Um, we spend and, a lot of money. I spend a lot of time. And, and I, I, I'm with you, T-Mish, but I don't feel cheated. I just feel that, okay, I, I have a choice. I, I can either do it or I can either watch it or don't. With this resistance stuff, it's not everybody's bag. You know, Ken loves it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to watch more of it, you know, because of Star Wars. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to yeah. watch. Well, no, but the, yeah, you know, but this stuff isn't the stuff that's really divisive because this is a different this is a different series, right? The the bigger thing is like the projects they create, and it's been it's been corrected, right? We saw Andor, people didn't like Ahsoka. I really like Ahsoka, so I agree that like there's there's up and down. A lot of people right? didn't like Andor. A lot of people didn't watch Andor because people was, can't get past like, people can't get there. people can't get to the heist, and I think that's the real delineation point with 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 Andor. If you're, you have to be patient with it to get that far. You have to, to, yeah, and then you once get, you get there, the whole the whole thing, the whole prison right. arc, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, what, but, you have, but until you understand who those people right. on that crew yeah, are right. and why right. it matters, like until you get that, it's 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 really dense. Yeah, and uh, that goes to figure out that the resistance too. is going after payroll. It's and you got to love going after the payroll. <laughs> you got to love right. it because that's if you want to you want right, to kick someone in the gut, get their take their money. Take their payroll, take their take their paycheck from them, and I guarantee you have stormtroopers jumping off a ledge. But look, you needed to be patient with Andor. You needed to give it time to breathe. You needed to allow it to set its own terms, and to and you had to engage it on those terms. And I, when I hear of the whinging fan base, oftentimes I think that's the case. And and you know, it's a weird happenstance that. All of a sudden, the stories that are not being told and, and catered directly to a certain segment of that fan base, all of a sudden, those are the ones where we're drawing the line in the sand and saying, that's mm-hmm. that. 
that's that. Yeah. That's where our patience ends. And I think yeah. that there's a very obvious correlation there that that some people don't don't want you to, you know, some people don't really want you to draw that line. And I think it's really hard not to. I mean, based on Filoni, I predict this series to pick up in the back half. And I, I predict all of us to end up liking it going into season two. That's just the kind of his style. I think we've all discussed when we've seen his projects, maybe he has an issue with – it's something he's working on, as we've seen in newer projects, kind of character – maybe character building, maybe because he introduces so much off the bat that he almost has to backtrack to fill in all these characters, right? I mean, think about it. I think we have six or seven characters now. Right now, and the only right. one like Poe, Poe and BB-8 are the only ones that we really have. That right. I feel like I know, like a, like a background too. Like yeah. we understand those two, but right. Tam and um, Sienna. Uh, I mean, N even Nico. I mean, we're it's it, they're part of the story. They're adding something. You know, they're they're, they're in it. They're, yeah, they're character building. Kaz is help in. Yeager is part of it too. And he's like Han. I mean, he's got he he has definite like I, I can I can see why that character is there and why it acts the way it does. Did anyone else get an Inglorious Bastards vibe from that uh that commander <laughs> having his his like uniform there? It's like we'll never we oh you're going to take off your uniform and hide forever? Well, we'll just make sure that can't happen. And he's just like, no, I'm just going to keep it. It'll just be here in case Palpatine somehow returns. I'll have it. That, that's still like the clip of the year. That is still the clip of the year. <laughs> I, did, I didn't have it queued up. I need to queue it up. <laughs> yeah, that is not literally the clip of the year. That's that's like, that's 2024. Is Somehow Palpatine returns. So. Somehow Palpatine returns could very well be the theme of this year. And I'm, I'm really hoping it's not. <laughs> oh, Might be running our, our country. Who knows? From the unknown regions, after he fell. I don't know. Look at the time. Some messed up, some messed up chonk-looking clone. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not just a shill. <laughs> oh, 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 for me, I'm certainly not sinister. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, leading into uh, to next week, guys. We stopped at twelve. How do you guys? Do you guys want to run it all, or do you want to break it into two more parts? I, Break it up. I think doing six is like you know it's it's a little bit too it's much. Lot, I got yeah. just lot. do four and then finish the we'll do, you know last you off and everything. So we'll do we'll do another. We'll do, thir um, do thirteen to sixteen. Thirteen we'll to sixteen. Yeah. yeah, that sounds yep. right. Then we'll save the rest for the end. Yeah, yep. which would be a I great nice little break. Break the rest of the series anyway. So yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the back half. I mean, I, it's. I think it'll pick up leading, and, and then if anything, Flynn knows what to do. He knows how to end the season. We've seen that, so I'm sure he'll leave us on the cliffhanger for season two and and, and draw us in as much as he does. But um, and once we're done, we can go watch Rogue One again. Yeah, well, we're gonna watch Episode Seven in Andor and everything else. Disney Plus <laughs> and now Hulu <laughs> subscribes us to watch. I'm waiting to get Hulu notifications now, but that's oh, for another day. So um, it's not. Yeah, is there any Star Wars on Peacock? You guys know. Nah, probably not. Uh, yeah, I don't think he messes with the Roberts, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, look at the time. Um, we appreciate everybody coming on. Look at it. Um, yeah, look at the time, right? Look at that. 
Star Wars band. But uh, yeah, guys, hope everybody gets caught up. And until next week, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>